0: Welcome. This is Pastor Derek Fletcher. And
1: we are, yes, and I may mute with Derek Fletcher and Ianni Fletcher. And we want to say welcome to our uh, lesson on this morning. And uh, it will be a blessing. We are Actually in part two. Let's go to part two. I mean part three there. And so let's take a look. Uh, so we're talking about King David, and uh, it's a great lesson on today.
0: See, so, let's make sure
2: okay.
0: Um so oh let's
1: do All right, so Hopefully, everyone can see the screen here. Some adjustments there. Mm -hmm. And so, welcome on today. I want to talk about King David. Mm -hmm. And let's see, Iani, can you pray us in this morning?
3: Yes. Thank you. Lord, thank you for all the blessings that you've given us. We appreciate everything that you've done for us and everything that you will do for us. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen.
1: Amen. All right. And so today, we want to provide you, student, with the overarching understanding of Old Testament plot and content. And so David, uh, his life was complicated in certain aspects, but simple uh, in so many others. And uh, he was chosen by God um, to lead the people. And so David, King David, in this context, he's king of Israel, and he's no longer the shepherd boy or we we might see some context that references this, but um, Saul is dead and he's crowned uh, um, as king. And so we'll see Israel as a nation and how they operate under the anointed leadership of David. And then we want to inspire students to live lives of unity, and justice, okay? And so uh, compassion, David, justice, unity. Okay, those are topic words for today. And so in Second Samuel 8, 15, it says, David reigned over all Israel. Doing this was just, And right for all his people. Again, David reigned over all Israel, doing what was just and right for all his people. All right, 2 Samuel 8 and 15. David reigned over all Israel, doing what was just. and right for all his people. One more time. David reigned over all Israel, doing what was just and right for all his people. All right. Let's uh unmute and repeat after me. Second Samuel eight and fifteen.
3: Second, Second Samuel eight and fifteen.
1: David reigned over all Israel. David reigned over all Israel. Israel. Doing what was right. Doing what was
4: right. Doing
1: what was right. Uh Uh-oh. I I, I got those mixed up. Let's start all over again. I flipped just and right. Okay. 2 Samuel 8 and 15.
4: Second, Second Sheviel,
3: Samuel
1: eight and fifteen. David reigned over all of Israel.
3: David, David reigned over, over all, all of Israel. Israel,
1: doing what was just and right, doing, doing what was just and right. right for all his people.
3: For all,
0: all
1: his people. people. All right, let's do that one more time. David reigned over all Israel. David reigned for all Israel. all
3: Israel
1: doing what was just doing what, doing was, what was just and right for all his people.
4: And right and for, right all, for all, his all
3: his people.
1: Okay. All right. Cool. All right. So we already open with prayer. We're going to just freeze this page really quick right here. so folks can take a look at that, so pause it. Okay, let's move forward, let's scroll down. So this is getting started. It's interesting to learn what we have and haven't done. We're going to jump back into the study of Old Testament today in this context about David's life. Before we do, let's look, take a a review a little bit let's let's review so how would you describe Israel based on our study so far the people what do you remember what we talked about like last week and then doing the lessons with Saul what were the people like
3: the people were scared of Saul
1: okay they were scared of Saul all right anything else you want to add to that Mm-hmm. Okay. So not only that, the people were special, they were stubborn, they were corrupt, growing and in influenced, and they haven't or hasn't learned its lesson, always have always have godly leaders right so they pick and so let me share this with you the people unanimous, unanimously picked Saul uh, because he looked like a leader he was head and shoulders taller than uh, the average or most men and he looked like a leader so they judged him based on his exterior but uh, Saul, he, excuse me, Saul lacked personal integrity, um, and also he never really sought the heart of God. He was more so worried about the people and what they thought, and so he he did other things right. He consulted with the <clears throat> with the sorceress of Endor, the witch of Endor right? Um, He plotted to have David killed and and just all kind of things, right? And so, but the people chose him, but God chose David. So, what is something Israel has never done? What do you think, Derek?
0: Hmm.
4: well not sure.
1: it's okay, something that Israel has never done okay. Not sure. What have they never done? That's a that's a uh interesting question. What do you think, Yanni?
3: I think that they've never defeated Goliath before.
1: Okay. Well
3: But they've never they've never had another king other than um so
1: okay. Well yeah. David became king after Saul. So so that's an interesting question. So if you had to describe Old Testament in one sentence up to this point, what would it be? I would say uh, it's a great series of lessons and stories learning about the nation of Israel, and then key uh, believers in God, Big G, and it tells us about God up under the law in different uh, dispensations and stuff. That's what I think. But and dispensations, dispensations deal with time periods of the Bible. So so what do you think about the Old Testament? And uh all answers are good answers.
4: I'd say it was sort of a pretty rough time for Israel. Okay.
1: it was a rough time for israel but why do you think that was it, it could have been a little bit easier for them but uh most of the time they uh wanted to be like the other nations right they wanted to worship other gods and they wanted to do they had they had a long standing issue with with idols right um and then just not obeying god Okay. All right. Let's let's get dug in. So we we see that history and, and and you we could almost go all the way back to when they were released from Egypt, right? And, and so there's so many things. So let's let's go here and get into the meat and potatoes So the lesson. So we have a lot of material to cover. Last week you guys noticed that we did a lot of reading, a lot of stuff we covered. I wanted to tell you guys great job. With the reading portions and then answering the questions, uh, you guys did an excellent job. So, Derek and Yanni, okay. So let's take a look at this right here. Okay, so so we'll have Derek read, um, like uh, one through one through six, and then Yanni, you'll read six through 11, and then you'll read uh, verse 1 of, of chapter 3 in Second Samuel, okay? So this is Second Samuel 2, 1 through 11, and then 3 and 1. You
4: guys got it? Mm-hmm. Okay. In the course of time, David inquired of the Lord. Stop right there. Hold on for a minute. Hold on for a minute. Encouraged. Just hold on for a
1: minute. Hold on for a minute. So this is a key word, Derek, and um, this is relevant. And, and so this also applies to where you are in your life, Derek, working through your fears, working through the unknown. Okay? And so it says, in the course of time, David inquired of the Lord. Whenever David was in a spot where it seemed like there was anxiety, where there seemed like there was things in life that were coming against him to attack him. What did he do? Scripture says it, it records it over nine times. He, what? He inquired of the Lord. Okay, so Derek, Whenever you feel anxiety, whenever you feel the, the spirit of the enemy trying to overtake you, what do you do? You pray. Inquire of the Lord. I mean, you can pray, but you want to ask God to cover you. You want to ask God, "Uh, what's going to be my outcome? He might say, hey, don't worry about the outcome. Trust me. Don't worry about who's after you inquire of me and trust me. Okay, go ahead. I just wanted to highlight that and point that out. That's that's an important uh, context of some things. Okay, go ahead.
4: I'm sorry. Go ahead. Shall up to one of the towns of Judah. Shall I go up to? Okay. Go ahead. The Lord said, go up. David asked, where shall I go? The he, the he born the he born the lord answered excuse me so david went up there with excuse me his two wives not not in not okay my I hope Ahinoam? Ahinoam? Yeah, that's good. Of that's good. Jezreel and Abigail, the window of Nabal. Widow. Widow. Oh of widow. Nabal. Of Nabal of Kamel Carmen. Carmen. Yeah. Go ahead. Cool. That's good. You did good. All
1: right, keep going.
4: David also took the men who were with him, each, each with his family, and they settled in Hebron and its town. Then the men of Judah came to Hebron, and there was anointed David king over the, the tribe of Judah. When David was told that it was the men of Jabesh. Je- of Gilead, 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 who was buried, who buried, who had buried Saul. He sent messengers to them to say to them, "The Lord blessed you for showing this kindness to Saul, your master, by burying him. May the Lord know." now show same favor because you have okay you done skipped this. the line you skip the line may may the uh, lord show now show so. and faith. yeah. faithfulness and I too will show you the strong and brave
1: you skip the line
4: uh, same favor because you have done this okay Yanni.
3: Now then, be strong and brave, for Saul, your master, is dead, and the people of Judah have anointed me over them. Meanwhile, Okay, hold on, hold him. on, hold on,
1: hold on. So, he inquired of the Lord, right? Yes. David inquired of the Lord. And so, God talks to him. Right. And and gives him encouragement, right? Right?
4: Right. Yes.
3: Because he told him to be strong and brave.
4: Okay.
1: Right. He hears back. He says, Hey, be strong and brave. Right? And and what I'm doing, I'm backtracking, right? When David was told that it was the man of okay, and then the men of Judah and Hebron and there. They anointed David king over the tribe of Judah. Okay. So he was he was anointed ultimately over two kingdoms and within the nation. And, and so, but here he inquired of the Lord. Okay. He was going into a key area of leadership. He was about to embark in an area where he'd never been, right? And so you guys are about to embark into a new grade, and you've never been there, right? So he inquired of the Lord, and he, uh, his office or the place was activated, right? He couldn't go back. He couldn't say, "Hey God, I'm I, I'm a fail on purpose." He couldn't go back and says um, nothing, but he inquired, and God says, "Hey, now then, be strong and brave." right? So he had his family, his wives, and other people that were there to support him. Okay? All right, go ahead, Yanni. Sorry about that.
3: Meanwhile, Ebener, son of Nir, the commander of Saul's army, had taken Ish- Bosh, Boshes.
1: Okay. It son is Boshe. Is Boshe. Is bullshit.
3: Son of Saul and brought him over to Mah Mahan Mahaman.
0: Okay.
3: He made him king over.
1: Gilead,
3: Gilead,
1: Ashuri, Ashuri,
3: and Jerusalem, and, and Jezreel. Jezreel, Jezreel, and also over Ephraim, Ephraim, Benjamin, Benjamin, and all Israel. Okay. ish son, son of Saul, and 40 years old, when he became king over Israel, and he reigned two years, the tribe of Judah, however, remained loyal. To David okay.
1: To so, so, so we see here that Ishbosheth son of Saul maintained the northern kingdom of of Israel while Judah automatically crowned David as as king, right, the tribe of Judah. And so we'll see later that David becomes uh, crowned over Israel, the the northern, we'll say over the northern kingdom. So he has a southern kingdom. Okay, go ahead. Sorry about that.
3: This length of time, David was king in Hebron over Judah was seven years and six months. Okay. The war between the house of Saul and the house of David lasted a long time. David grew stronger and stronger, while the house of Saul grew weaker and weaker.
1: Okay, so Derek and Yanni David inquired of the Lord he had to have been uh, some area of concern but he inquired of the Lord and the Lord told him to be what strong and brave okay there was disagreement because Isbosheth son of Saul was over the northern kingdom and war broke out. Conflict, right? Conflict broke out. And what happened to David? Did he grow, did he grow weak and decide to quit?
3: No,
1: he grew no. stronger. He, he grew what? Stronger. And what? And stronger. While the haunts of Saul grew what? Weaker. Okay. So, the house of Saul represents the enemy that came to attack the blessing of God on David and so when the blessing of God is upon you to do something you grow what? in the middle of the unsure and the insecurity in the middle of the attacks the enemy comes to attack your mind what happens Derek when you seek God you grow stronger okay okay so we declare to both you Derek and Ayani that as you are trusting God and seeking his face that you grow what stronger and stronger in the Lord we declare that you Be strong and brave in the Lord. Okay, all right. Let's go to the next part here. All right. So, give us since. Okay. So, to read the passage and then bring. Okay. So. All right. So. Okay. Did I like copy that twice? No, I didn't. So let's take a look at this. Second Samuel. Oh, did we did we read that already? No, it's a different context. Second Samuel two one. Eight, nine, nine, nine. Okay, it, it's the same thing, right? This is the same. Okay, let's look at the questions. Okay, we already we already read this, didn't we? Okay, so Derek and Yanni.
3: Yes.
1: Yeah. When Saul dies, David becomes king of where? Judah. Okay. Where is David not yet king over? Israel. Israel. Okay. All right, there we go. So um I'll I'll show you on a map. Let's I'm gonna bring a map in. No, I'll show you. Yeah, let's do that. Let's see. Okay, okay. Um uh, we'll, we'll wait, I'll show it. Uh should I show it now? Let's see here, let's uh, let's go here really quick. It shouldn't take that
0: long, it should be Uh oh. Let's go back here. Let's take a look. Okay, let's
1: let's use this one. Let's go
0: back. Let's see.
1: I just had one. Let's find the Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Yeah, so here we go. This is a better. All right. How can you guys see that? Pretty good. Can you guys see that? Can you see the
3: map? Yes.
1: OK. Yes. OK, so um, we see here. You see the uh spyglass there, magnify. Okay, there we go. OK, so we see here Judah, which is the southern. Kingdom, and then we have the kingdom of Israel, right? And so ultimately, David will be king of both kingdoms. Okay, does that give you like a better rendition and a better idea of of what David was crowned immediately to be king of? And then we have this right here. So, all right, cool. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, because this is a good... Item, I'm going to put it in our lesson. So let's put it in here. All right, cool. Alright, so who is considered the king of, of Israel while David rules Judah? What's his name? Ish Bo Right? Ish Bo Sheth. Say that with me. Ish Ish Bo Bo Sheth. Shef, Shef. Shef. is Okay, so that's oh. one of Saul's sons. So according to Second Samuel three and one, how long does the war between the two groups continue? says it lasts a long time right what's a long time a long time (laughs) okay so there's already some division within the kingdom right which will increase before david's death ultimately shapes it ultimately shapes Two completely separate kingdoms. However, David's uh men fight Ishboshe's men, and ultimately David's army defeats them. Okay, and so in chapter five, David finally is anointed king over a unified kingdom. Okay. All right, so chapter five. All right, so all right, so Derek, you'll read verses one through twelve, and then Yanni, you'll read thirteen through twenty-five. Any questions? Okay, second Samuel five. All right, all right, are you ready? All right, I can't hear you. You're probably muted. Hello? You're, you're okay, we can hear you now. Okay.
4: All the tribes of Israel came to David at Herban, Hebron. And said, We are your own flesh and blood. In the past, while Saul was king over us. You were the one who led Israel on their army on their military campaigns. And the Lord said to you, you will shepherd shepherd my people Israel and you will become their ruler. When all the elders of Israel had come to date to King David at Herban, Hebron, Hebron <laughs> The King made a covenant with them at Hebron before uh, before the Lord. And they anointed David king over Israel. David David was thirsty year, uh, David was 30 years old <laughs> when he became King. And he reignited forty years later. He reigned. Oh, he reigned thirty year forty years. Okay, keep going. Let me just breathe
0: here. Talk.
4: In Hebron he reigned 40... Over Judah seven years and six months in Jerusalem, he reigned over all Israel and Judah thirty year thirty three years. The king and his men marched to Jerusalem to attack the Jebudites, yep, Jebusites, yeah, Jebusites who lived there. The Jebusites said to David, "You will not. You will not get in here. Even the blind and the lame can yard of you, yard you off." They thought David can cannot get in there, cannot get in here. Never the less. Excuse me something in my eye Uh, nevertheless David captured the fortress of Zion which is the city of David on that day David had said anyone who conquers the Jebusites will have to use the water shaft to reach those lame and blind who are David's enemies. That is why they say. The la- the blind and lame. Mm. Will not enter the p- palace. David then took. Took up residence. In the fortress. And called it. And called. And called. And called it the city of David. He built up the area around it from the terrace, from the terraces inward. And he became more and more powerful because the Lord God Almighty was with him. Now Hiram king of Tyre. Tyree Yes Sent envies to David On voice On On voice to David Along with Cedar 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 logs And carpenters And stone Masons and they built a palace for David the da- then David then David knew that the Lord had established him as king over Israel and had exiled his kingdom for the sake of his people exalted exalted his kingdom for the sake of his people Israel
1: okay so exalted means pushed or encouraged or elevated okay exalted
4: okay Okay. after he left after he left Hebron David took more concubines concubines and wives in Jerusalem in Jerusalem, and more sons and daughters were born to him. Okay, Yanni and she'll go.
3: Oh, sorry, I'm muted. There are the names of the children born to him there. Shah Muah, Shamuah, Okay, Nathan, Solomon, 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 our bar, Elijah, 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 Nay, Shafia, Jaffia, Elijah, Elijah, Elijah okay. and Ale-
1: Leif-a-le. Leif-a-le.
3: Or Eli, Elida, and
1: Eli, 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 Eli,
0: Eli, 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 Eli,
1: Okay, keep going. We can't
3: hear you. My my, my mic muted. When the Philistines heard that David had been anointed king over Israel, they went up in his face and full force to search for him. But David heard about it and went down to the stronghold. Now the Philistines had come and spread out in the valley of Rephime. So David inquired of the Lord, shall I go and attack the Philistines? Hold on, hold on, hold on,
1: hold on. He did what?
3: He inquired the Lord.
1: Okay, so now he's king over Judah and he's king over Israel. He united the kingdom. And what happened? His enemies, the Philistines, right? And so the Philistines, uh, you, you remember when Goliath came against the nation of Israel, they had, uh, the Philistines had Goliath with them Right. Was it the Philistines? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. So so he's in a tough spot and he's what is he is he saying, I'm going to fail. They're going to kill me. uh, Or what is what is he doing? He's getting plugged into the Lord. Right. He's getting plugged in to the things of God. What what does God will for my life or what what is it that God is showing me? All right. I'm going to live. And I'm not going to die. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead, Yanni.
3: Okay. Shall I go and attack the Philistines, Will you deliver them in my hands? The Lord answered him, go for oh, hold I on, will, hold on. Leave.
1: Hold on, hold on. So he asked God and God does what? He ignores him. No. He he waits a minute. He he does what? What does he do, Derek? The Lord what? He answers oh, him. What does he say, Yanni?
3: Go for I will surely deliver the false sons into your hands.
1: Okay, so he tells he says, Hey, you're gonna win and not lose. Okay, go ahead. Sorry about that.
3: To David went a fall per horizon. Per, peraz,
0: and
3: there Arison. and there he defeated them. He said, "As waters break out, the Lord has broken out against my enemies yes. before me, so that so that place was called Baal Perazim. Okay. The Philistines abandoned their idols there, and David and his men carried them off." Okay, Once so the Philistines...
1: More. hold on, Give me a second. Let's talk about it. The Philistines were what? They were idol worshipers. Right? They didn't worship Big G, but they had little gods that they made with their hands. Okay, go ahead. You still there, Yanni? Mm-hmm. Oh. One more...
3: One more, once Once more, the Philistines came up and spread out in the valley of Rebahim. So David inquired of the Lord, and he answered, do not go straight up but circle around behind them and attack them in front of the popular tree. As soon as you hear the sound marching in the tops of the popular tree, move quickly because that will mean the Lord has gone out in front of you to strike the Philistine army. So David did as the Lord commanded, and he struck down the Philistines all the way from Gibeon to Giza.
1: Okay. Okay, so so uh bell means what? The Lord who breaks out. Okay. Okay, cool. So how long had David already been king over Judah before he was crowned king of, of uh, Israel? What I do
3: you believe think? it was seven years and one month.
1: Seven years. And six months, so seven and a half years. How long does he reign as king over Israel, over all all of Israel, over upper and lower? What about 40 years? Is it 40? Okay. Well, yeah, ultimately it was 40 years And so, oh, okay, over all of Israel, yeah. So how how long? So 40 more, I mean, 40 years. So we add seven to 33, it becomes 40. So 40 and a half years. Okay, so how do the Jebusites uh, taunt David before he conquers uh, Jerusalem? Oh, how do us? Oh, I don't know why I said how long. Oh, I know why, because up top there. All right. So how do they taught him? So they says, hey, even the blind and lame can ward you off. That's those are really strong fighting words, don't you think? Right? He they say, hey, man, you're weak. Every, everybody can beat you, right? Right. So, what happens to David in Jerusalem according to verse 10 and why verse 10 let's take a look
3: I think he inquires the Lord
1: okay so he became more and more powerful because the Lord Almighty was with him here we go again Okay God is looking for us to trust him. And when we trust him and we inquire with him, what happens? We grow what? And become what? More powerful and stronger in the earth. What do you guys think about that? That's that's a that's a powerful thing. And you have the same access to God, just like David. Okay? That's powerful, guys. That's very powerful. Okay. So, he what? He becomes more powerful because the Lord, the Lord is what? With him. So what enemies does David defeat in in this chapter? Who, Who does he defeat? He defeats the Jebusites and who else? What about the Philistines? Right? Okay, the Philistines again.
3: God Told him to to um wait till he hears noise from the the tree Is to it, attack.
1: Okay. 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 And he inquires, and the Lord answers. He says, "Surely, surely." I will deliver the Philistines to your hands. Surely I will deliver the 10th grade to your hands. Surely I will deliver the eighth grade to your hands. So, but David, let's share this. David was diligent about the task of being king. He was diligent. He was disciplined. He was consistent in his life before God. He studied, he praised, he sang songs and hymns to the Lord. And he inquired, he prayed to the Lord. Okay, and so what are rules for success in the upcoming school year? I got to be diligent about my studies. I need to pray and inquire of the Lord, and I need to what? Listen, listen to hear what the Lord is telling me to do. You guys got that? Yes. Right? So so what's God telling me? What's God telling me to do? Right? So I need to listen and be diligent. I need to obey. And so David, he like I told you, over eight, nine times, he inquired of the Lord. And the Lord told him to do certain things or told him, that he would be victorious. But David had to be diligent about it and consistent. What what do you guys think about that? Is that powerful or what? Okay, let's take a look at Second Samuel chapter seven. Okay, so all right, so this chapter. Uh, we'll have Derek, you're going to read 1 through 14. Hold on, hold on. Uh, okay, Derek, you're going to read 1 through 15, and then Yanni, you'll read 16 through 29. Okay? And this is Second Samuel chapter 7.
4: All right, are you ready? After the yeah. king was settled in, his palace and the Lord had given him rest from all his enemies around him. He said to Nathan, the prophet, here I am living in a house of cedar. While the ark of God remains in a tent. Hmm. Nathan replied to the king, Whatever you have in mind, go ahead and do it, for the Lord is with you. But, at, but that night, the ward of the Lord came to Nathan, saying, Go and tell my servant David, This is what the Lord says. Are you the one to build me a house to dwell in? I have not dwelt in a house from the day I built, from the day I bought, from the day I brought the Israelites up out of Egypt to this day. I have been moving from, I have been moving from place to place with a tent as my dwelling wherever i have with all with all the israelites did i ever say to any of their rulers whom i commanded to shepherd my people israel why have you not built me a house of cedar now then Tell my servant David, this is what the Lord Almighty says. I took you from the, pa- the pastures, from tending the flock, and pointed you ruler over my people, Israel. I have been with you wherever you have gone and i have and i have cut off all your enemies from before you now i will make your name great like the names of the greatest men on earth and i will provide a palace a place for for my people israel And will plant them so that they can have a home of their own. And no longer be distributed. Wicked people will not oppress them anymore. As they did at the beginning. And have done ever since the time I appointed leaders. Over my people Israel. I will also give you rest from all and. All your enemies, the Lord declares to people that the Lord, that the Lord Himself will establish a house for you. When your days are over and you rest, <coughs> when your days are over, excuse me, and you rest with your ancestors, I will raise up. I will raise up from your offspring to succeed you your own flesh and blood, and I will establish his kingdom. He is the one who will, bi- who will build a house for my name, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. I will be okay. his father.
1: Okay, okay. We'll, we'll let Yannick take it from there. Fourteen to twenty-nine. I thought she was going to read fifteen. Okay. Was she okay? Go ahead and read uh, fourteen, then. Since you started, go ahead and read it, and she'll pick it up at fifteen. I will be
4: his father, and he will, and he will be my son. When he does wrong, I will punish him with a rod wielded by men, and with floggings inflicted by human hands okay
3: can you hear me hello can you hear me
1: I can hear you now
3: Okay, start from 14 15. or 15. The
1: start with 15, yeah.
3: But my love will never be taken away from him as I took it away from Saul, whom I removed from before you. Your house and your kingdom will endure forever before me. Your throne will be established forever. Nathan reported to David all the words of the entire revolution. Then King David went and sat before the Lord. And he said, who am I? For, for Who am I? Sovereign.
1: Sovereign.
3: Sovereign Lord. And what is my family that you have brought me this far? And as if I it is and as if this were not enough in your sight for for Sagan Lord
1: Sovereign
3: Sovereign Sovereign Lord
1: Right. So so sovereign sovereign sovereign, sovereign sovereign. Okay, go ahead.
3: And also spoken about the future of the house of your servant and this decree sovereign Lord is for a mere human. What was what more can David say to to you? For you know your servant Sovereign Lord, for the sake of the word and according to your will, you have done this great thing and made it known to your servant. How great are you, Sovereign Lord! This is not, this is no one like you, there is no one like you, and there is no God but you, as we have heard with our own ears, and who is like your people, your people, Israel, the one nation of on earth that God went out to, to redeem as a people for himself and to make a name of for himself and to perform great and awesome wonders by driving out nations and their gods from before your people whom you redeemed from Egypt. You have established your people, Israel, as your very own forever. And you, Lord, have become their God And now, Lord God, keep forever the promise you have made concerning your servant and his house. Do as you promised, so that your name will, will be great forever. Then people will say, the Lord Almighty is God over Israel, and the house of the servant David will be established in your sight. Lord Almighty, God of Israel, you have revealed this to your servant, saying, I will build a house for you. So your servant has found courage to pray this prayer to you. Sovereign Lord, you are good. Sovereign you Lord, you are God. You it's are God. Goodness. You are God. Your covenant is trustworthy. And you have promised these good things to your servant. Now be pleased to bless the, the house of your servant. That it may continue forever in the sight. And your sight. For you, sovereign Lord have spoken, and with your blessing, the house of your servant will be blessed forever.
1: Okay, let's take a look at that. What do he say? He says, now be pleased to bless the house of your servant, that it may continue forever in your sight. For you, sovereign Lord, have spoken, and with your blessing, the house of your servant will be blessed forever. So God, let him know, Derek and Iyani. if you're obedient to me, I'm going to make your name great. Not only am I going to make your name great, amen, but generations after you. Right. And and he told him, I'm going to bless your house. And I'm going to bless you. Right. OK, so now, according to the first few verses in chapter seven, how does David's rule progress, Derek? Um,
0: how do you
4: think it's going for him? Well, it seems it's going well. Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. He's well settled and at peace with his neighbors. Okay. So uh, what does David want to do at this point? What does he want to do at this point? What does he tell god
3: he tells god that if he keeps his promise his name will be great
1: okay that's what god tells him so well, so he says that he wants to build a house let's see if i can find that right and so he says to god Right, so I'm trying to find it, but it's in there. So he says to God, he says, hey, I want to build you a house, right? Is that it? So I want to build a temple for God, right, where the ark can dwell. Okay, you remember him saying that? Yes. Okay. So what, what does God think of this plan? What do you think?
3: God doesn't like um, when they praise the false gods.
1: He hasn't needed a house since what? Egypt. Since Egypt. So, what does God promise to David?
3: That he would make his name great forever.
1: Okay. Yep. <clears throat> okay. So, yeah, he'll make his name great forever, right? And sure. also, his right. offspring, David's offspring, Will build a house for God, right? And so from that context, he said, he told David in, in the Old Testament context of King James, he says, Hey, uh your, your seeds gonna are your offspring's gonna build a house. Um, you can't because you have too much blood on your hands, right? Yes. Um it, it, I don't think they said that in the exact context there, but it is that's what it translates to. And ultimately Solomon builds a house uh for God, but David has all the supplies. He works out all the material assets and the supplies for this to take place. You you guys got me? Yes. Cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. All right, awesome. Okay, so what is David's response to God? We're just going to highlight that. So uh, this is an example. God answers him back. And what does he do? He gives God the praise. He responds humbly and praising God's great name. You are built that God's going to give you the desires of your heart, the true desires within you. And so as we go into prayer and and God speaks to us, we respond with the spirit of praise. We respond with agreement. We respond that God, I'm thankful and I praise you. Okay, that's the appropriate uh, level of response and what we do. Okay. Any questions? No. Okay, what do you think it means that David's house and kingdom will rule forever? What do you think?
3: Because God says as long as you keep your promise, You would reign. You make his name great. And he's ruling over
1: two. Okay. He's going to make his name great. As long as he's obedient. And he do what God tells him. Okay. So David, he's humbled by that, right? He's also humbled by it. And, And he says here, he says, now be pleased to bless the house of your servant, that it may continue forever in your sight, right? For you, and and you see how he addresses God, sovereign Lord have spoken, and with your blessing, the house of your servant will be blessed forever. Any questions on that? I mean, this is like The the stuff we're reading and the stuff you're learning, guys, this is awesome stuff. It's going to give you strength in times of trouble. In times of doubt, you can seek the face of God through prayer and say, "Uh, uh, God, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I should buy that house, but I inquire of you, God. I, I trust in you. And then God will answer back, right? Pursue and and buy and recover all. I have you covered. I am the God of your salvation. I am Adonai, okay? God will say to you, well, God, I'm not sure about my, my grade and 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 what's going to happen. And God will say, I am the Lord, God, I am with you in the times of hard times and in the times of good times. I am with you. Follow my instructions. Study to show yourself approved, not only in your biblical studies and times, but also in your school. Study, study, study. Do your homework, but study, study to learn. Ask questions in class. If you don't know, ask questions in class, right? If you don't know in me, ask questions to me um, and seek my face. Okay. And so that's what David did. He was, he was well known uh, to inquire of the Lord. And so 2 Samuel continues to tell the stories of David's reign. It tells of both conquest and mercy. We read of his mistakes and downfall which he will, will which we will study more completely next week. All right. And so there were attempts to usurp the throne, wars, and other stories. Okay, stories. Um intrigue. It's fascinating stuff. It's great stuff. Okay, so let's take a look at this. I'm going to make it real here. Let's go down here. So, uh, first, I mean, 2 Samuel 8 and 15 sums it up nicely. David reigned over all Israel, doing what is just and right for his people. Okay, David reigned over all Israel. He did what he doing what was just and right for all his people what do you think about that guys all right okay let's keep it real let's go to keep it real all right so let's look at unity justice okay unity and justice let's look at those So David does everything in his power to unite people. He even goes out of his way to welcome those who used to be considered enemies. There's a beautiful story about this in in Samuel 2. All right, what do you guys think?
3: I think everyone is eager. Huh? I think everyone.
1: You think everyone is what? Eager. Eager. Okay. So everyone is eager. Okay, let's let's go down here. And so what is why is this an extraordinary act to unite? So David and, uh, well, we'll cover that, but let's talk about that. So David welcomes the grandson of a, an adversary. So back then, if you had an adversary or an enemy, you would kill that enemy. You would kill the son of that enemy. You would kill the the uh, grandson and etc. You would get rid of that whole seed, okay? Back during that time. And so, in this case, David welcomes a son, a grandson of a of of an adversary. Okay, you guys got it. Okay, let's. Hey, something's missing here. I don't know why I didn't why I didn't copy that in there. Let's let's go to that scripture. I don't know what happened here. Why I didn't copy that over? Oh, I didn't copy that one over either. So let's let's copy those over. Sorry about that
0: guys. Let's look at that scripture.
1: All right, let's do this. Cause you got to have those, you got to read those in order to get through. I, I'm not sure why I didn't copy those over, but
0: let's do it. This is
1: Hey,
3: what happened? What happened where? I'm I read a question screen. and then everything went silent.
0: It did. But you now it's like
3: your black. Oh, I do I can see it. My question was who? Who what? Let me try and remember because I forgot. It was, it was who? No, I don't remember. But I answered it.
1: You answered it? Well, share your question. Whoa, I said not not copying that. What's your question?
3: I forgot what the question was. Or what my answer was.
1: Okay, let's try that again. I don't know why that's not.
0: You know. Okay, let's
1: uh, let's take a look at this. Um, I guess I'll read this one. Second uh, Samuel nine three through eleven. The king asked, "Is there no one still alive from the house of Saul to whom I can show God's kindness?" Zeb answered the king. There is still a son of Jonathan. He is lame in both feet. Okay, this is cool because um, this explains it. He says, "Where is he?" The king asks. Zeb answered, "He is at the house of Maccire, son of Amiel, M. Miel, in Lo." Debar. So the king had him bring him to from Lodabar, uh, from the house of Makir, the son of Emmanuel, when uh, M- 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 chefs son of Jonathan. So Mephibosheth, son of Jonathan, the son of Saul came to David. He bowed down to pay him honor. David said, Mephibosheth, at your service, he replied, don't be afraid. David said to him, for I will surely show you kindness for the sake of your father, Jonathan. I will restore to you all the land that belongeth to your grandfather, Saul. You guys getting that? And yes. you will yes. always eat at my table. Mephibosheth bowed down and said, what is your servant that you should notice a dog dead, a, a dead dog like me. Then the king Simon Zeb, 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 is it Zeba? I, I I said that wrong. Zeba. Saul's steward and said to him, "I have given." your master's grandson everything that belonged to Saul and his family. You and your sons and your servants are to farm the land for him and bring in the crops so that your master's grandson may be provided for. Wow, and Mephibosheth's grandson of your master will always eat at my table and Zeba had 15 sons and 20 servants and Zeba said to the king your servant will do whatever my lord the king commands this servant to do so mephibosheth ate at david's table like one of the king's sons. What do you think about that? This is the grandson of Saul, the guy, Saul, the king, who wanted to kill David, and he didn't like him because he knew the anointing mantle moved from him to David. What do you guys think about that? No takers on that, huh? OK, unmute your mics everyone. OK, question number one. Why is this an extraordinary act? Why do you think it is? Okay, so he welcomes the grandson of his adversary. Yanni, what did he offer Mephibosheth? What did he
3: offer in the fellowship?
1: Mephibosheth. Your what? Mephibosheth. The grandson of Saul, what did he offer him? What did he give him?
3: he offered him a middle a middle
1: shelf. Didn't he tell him, hey, you could eat from my table?
0: Yes. Right?
1: And not only that, but all the land that your grandfather had, I'm giving oh, it back yes. to you. Right? Yes. Not only that, he told uh, uh Zabeth or Zeba. Zeba, he said, "Hey, your your family is going to farm the land and help harvest it and serve Mephibosheth, right? Right. Well, so that's what he offered it. Any questions about that? And he said he yeah. always had a place to eat at his table." what forever right forever correct yes okay so is this gesture a gesture that you see common to the world today showing kindness to those who may be considered enemies maybe maybe what do you mean maybe what does that mean
4: it, it it might depend actually. Okay, it's gonna depend on what? Um probably uh the outcome. The outcome.
1: So it's depending on the outcome. Maybe. Okay. What do you think, Yanni? I agree. Okay.
3: So it's mostly
1: about the outcome. Okay. So is this gesture that you see common in the church today? Yes. Is it
3: there's only there's only some people, well actually
1: the area of kindness that David extended? Yes. Yeah. So it's common. You see this in, in the church today. Okay. Okay. Any more questions about that? Okay. So why do you think there is so much division in society today? You remember me saying people major in the minor? They worry about things that they have no control over or they get upset about certain things. Major in the minor. Do you guys remember any of that? Yes. So. Any questions about that? So, Jesus has a lot to say about unity and division. All right, can you think of any examples?
3: Huh. Hmm. Let's
4: look at that one. Can you repeat the question?
1: Um, can you think of any examples of unity versus division that Jesus talked about?
4: Let me think.
1: Okay, I have one. How can a kingdom be united if it's divided against itself? That's kinda that's kinda like an example. Okay, what does this one say? This is uh first, I mean, this is Colossians three and fourteen. And overall, these virtues put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Okay, so let's take a look. So unity is the best thing right let's take a look at john 17 and 21. this one i know right here psalm 33 and 1. that one's pretty memorable let's see let's take a look at this right here john 17, St. John 17, 22, 23, 23. It says, I have given them the glory that you gave me, that they may be one as we are one. I and them, and you and me, so that they may be brought to complete unity. Then the word will know that you sent the world, excuse me, the world will know that you sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. Okay. Now I'm going to do this one. Psalm 133 and 1. I know what that one says. It says here. How good and pleasant it is when God's people live together in what unity. Right. Right. Any questions about that? So those are scriptures talking about unity. You guys are mighty quiet. So how can you be an agent of unity instead of of division? Okay. Both of you guys need to answer that question.
4: Mm. Talking to people.
0: Talking to you
1: people. Can, you can. Uh, what about what about between you and your sister? How can you be an agent of unity?
4: Uh, let yeah. me. Think. Yeah. I can help her out. I can comfort yeah. her when she's huh? feeling down. Okay. I can give All her right. advice. Okay. That'll help All her right. in the
1: future. Okay, Yanni, your turn.
0: Oh, you're yeah, muted.
1: Hey. Yanni doesn't have anything to say about that. So reaching out to those who aren't like them, welcome strangers, make peace, fight for essentials only. Go ahead. Go ahead, Yanni. Yanni? You can go
3: ahead.
1: Oh, I can go ahead. So how can you be more of a peacemaker, Yanni? Take the next one then.
3: By not looking for trouble.
1: What kind of trouble are you looking for?
3: (laughs) By not looking for... Hmm? By not looking for ways for people to get mad at each other, to get in a fight,
1: Okay, looking for ways for people not to be mad with you. Okay, what do you, what do you think about that?
0: Hmm,
3: I agree with it.
1: You agree what' what are some things you can do to manage through it what if what if a person's mad with you how do you how do you but it's no fault of your own but they're upset with you anyway
3: You just have to give that person time to calm down
1: okay, give them time to calm re- down
3: and realize what they did wrong
1: oh okay anything else? no okay so well, David promoted unity in the kingdom but he also performed acts of justice okay so we talked about unity unity deals with people coming together uh with agreement and so Justice, deals with executing a judgment over a situation okay so while peace is admirable doing the right thing can sometimes cause conflict and so here we go again second samuel 8 and 15 david reigned over all israel going doing what was just and right for all his people. Okay, what you think about that, guys? All right, so the Philistines and uh me, me, me met hing met. King, am I saying that right or the th with the emphasis Ahmad okay so so here is where it says in, in chapter 8 um, just name all the armies he defeated right and the people he conquered the Philistines the Moabites Medesir the uh, Ar- Ar- Armenians and the Damascus Damascusans, Damascus, the Edomites and the Amorites Ammonites, excuse me, Ammonites. So he defeated all these armies. What does justice mean to you, Ianni?
3: Justice means doing what's right. Okay. Or getting, giving someone something, the validation that they deserve.
1: Giving someone something that's what they don't deserve.
3: That they deserve.
1: Oh, that they deserve. Okay. So that the right thing, brain thing happens, that people get what they deserve. Okay That good wins. Okay. So what is more important? Justice or peace? Derek, what do you think? Peace. Okay. Says most will admit justice, though it's far less comfortable than peace. Right. Yeah, but but yeah, ultimately you want peace. Do you think unity Uh, can be achieved without peace? I mean, excuse me. Do you think unity can be achieved without justice? Yanni?
3: Yay.
1: Okay. There's maybe a false sense of unity, but not really. Okay. So when you look around What actions of injustice need to be addressed? What do you think? Anger. Anger. Okay. What about the food lunch program when students don't have food to eat?
0: Yes.
1: Okay. Anything else?
3: The homeless shelters.
1: Homeless shelters. Okay. Anything else?
3: Those places where they have dogs and okay. they don't have any homes. Yeah. The, okay. The okay.
1: Okay. 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 All right so all these areas are important um justice and 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 peace um, they kind of wow it's just interesting so when you look around what acts of injustice need to be addressed we already we already kind of talked about that right okay so i believe god wants justice i believe he wants us to participate and righting the wrongs in our lives okay i believe that he that we are uniquely equipped to have a passion and a purpose to address these things okay in our modern era father god we thank you and we praise you for this time we thank you that you cover us and that the example of David in this case and context, where he executes justice and he um, makes judgments relative to the application of war. We thank you that we have gleaned from this lesson and the information at hand. We glorify you and we lift you up for all that you do and for all of who we are. And we thank you in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray and we glorify you. Amen, amen. All right. All right. Uh, We thank God for everyone on today. We thank God for uh, yes and amen. Uh, Youth Church with Derek Fletcher and Yanni Fletcher, Pastor Derek Fletcher, with Yes and Amen. And so we thank you for your time and we praise God for you and enjoy your Sunday. Thank you.